You know, I was reading the book of Daniel and he was having visions and describing them. And it got me thinking about all the other things that happen in the Bible that God knows about or that is predicted. Um, and just how long God has been around. And it got me to thinking of the age-old question, why does God allow pain and suffering in the world? And I've never heard a good answer. There's not a good answer. But while I was reading Daniel today, I just kind of had this thought that it might be a matter of perspective. You know, we as humans, we see life as this big, long period of trials and suffering and successes and failures and but you know God has a different perspective he is not constrained by time you know time does not exist what is eternity it can be a length of time but it can also be the absence of time like it just doesn't exist it goes on forever and ever because there's no clock and so when you think about um, like when I was in a, I think I was in youth group when I was younger and this one speaker had this really long rope. I don't know. It was probably a couple hundred feet that he stretched out across the room and it had a little piece of tape on it. And he said, you know, when you think of the length of eternity, this isn't, imagine this rope goes on forever, you know, but this little piece of tape represents our life. You know, it's. It's just a small, small, small little point in time. Another way you can think about this is think of a, of a, think of the matrix when they go into that like area and they're in the vision and he says, I need guns and all these guns show up. But before the guns show up, it's just white around them. Like everything is white. There's not really a room. There's no walls. There's no anything. It's just white. And then imagine that you could just put a dot on that white And that dot would represent our life and all the white would represent eternity. So I got to thinking, you know, we're referred to as children of God. And I just thought of how we interact with our kids. And I might have mentioned something like this before, but it got me thinking about pain and suffering. While I'm not downplaying it at all. I know that suffering... And pain is no joke. I know that it can be chronic and last forever. Sometimes for some people, it's a lifetime. Um, but it do- I just said it lasts forever. It doesn't last forever. It just lasts a lifetime. Um, and the perspective that God has is that he's, you know, there's a purpose to life. There's a reason. And sometimes I wonder about this. Why are we on the earth? You know, God could have just made it. He could have made us like angels, like skip the whole live on earth thing. Um, I'm going to make you in my image and bring you into heaven. But he has a purpose. And I think that sometimes we, things that we get frustrated about, worried about, even pain and suffering. Why is there pain and suffering and wars and death and all this? And I, I don't think that God is flippant, but I think that he just has a totally different perspective. It's kind of like when my kids were younger and they would throw a tantrum about something. Actually, my kids didn't throw too many tantrums because we didn't have it in our house um, because there'd be a consequence. But imagine that kid that throws a tantrum or imagine that kid that 
wants, you know, as my kids have gotten older, sometimes they want a snack or something. When, when I pick them up from school, they're like, hey, let's stop and get a snack. I'm like, nah, we're not doing that today. And they're like, dad, we want a snack. Like, I am so hungry. And they just think it's the end. They don't even know what hungry is. You know, they, they think they're starving. I love when they use the word starving. I'm starving. You don't know starving. You haven't been out of this country. You've never walked around in, I'm going to mention countries, but I, I've been to lots of countries that have starving. You don't know starving. So anyway, I have a different perspective, right? So I'm like, yeah, you'll be all right. Sometimes they have something happen in their world and it's very dramatic and it's dramatic to them. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you'll be all right. You know, builds character. And I just wonder if sometimes because of God's perspective, he doesn't feel that way about some of the stuff that we deal with and that we come to him with. And it's not that he doesn't care. And it's not, you know, I care when I see my kids struggling with something, but I'm not always going to save them from the struggle because the struggle is, is what builds them up. What if every time a child fell down when it was learning to walk, you, you stopped them or you held them up? What if you never let them walk on their own because you were afraid they were going to fall down? And sometimes they fall and hurt themselves. But it's just your perspective is, well, they'll get it. They'll get it eventually. Yeah, you're going to get some bumps and bruises along the way. But that's just the way that it is. That's how it's designed to learn how to walk. That's kind of how life is designed, you know. And I think that the pain and suffering in the world actually brings people to God. I know the pain and suffering in my life is what has humbled me. And not to say that I'm... A super humble person I still have lots of humbling to go but I try to learn my lessons as much as I can without pain and suffering these days um, so that's just something to think about because what I was reading I was reading about um, the wars and the kingdoms that are getting overthrown by other kingdoms and you know there'll be this this great kingdom with a king and he'll be deceitful and then he'll be overthrown by somebody in his empire and this and that and i was thinking of all the wars along all the times of history you know none of them surprised god he knew what was going to happen he is omnipotent he's omnipresent he you know he's in all of space and time at one time he knows the future before it happens and so nothing surprises him and so it's that's a totally different perspective because he knows what's going to happen. What if you had a what if your child was begging you, just begging you to um I don't know, have a piece of chocolate and you just happened to know that that piece of chocolate had been tainted by some poison. You're not going to let him have it. And I think sometimes that's how God is with our prayers. Like he knows what's on the other side. He knows what the consequences. Not that there could be consequences. Not that if you have too much success, you may do this. Like he knows the exact consequence of the exact decision of everything that we do. He knows exactly what will happen to us if we get something before it's appointed time. He knows exactly what will happen to us if we um, get saved from something that we should have struggled with. And on the flip side of that, he knows exactly what the struggle will develop within us. He knows exactly how we will react on the other side of the pain. He knows exactly when the pain will end, if the pain will end, how the pain will end. He knows everything. And so it's just a matter of perspective. So 
I don't know if that's a good answer because it's a very complicated question. Why is there pain and suffering in the world? But I think when you think in light of all of eternity and in light of, you know, a a baby that's learning to walk, a child that's learning to walk, they only do it for a, a brief period of time. And then they figure it out. And that brief period of time to us is like, yeah, it's only three months. So what? As an adult, you're like, three months is nothing. But, you know, decades seems like something. You know, centuries seem like something. But to God, it's like that little three months. He's like, yeah, lifetime's nothing. You know? So the stuff that gets thrown at us and the the wars and the death and the pain and the suffering and the evil that's in the world, like none of it surprises him. He knows the outcome. And so I don't know why he allows pain and suffering in the world, but I know that he has a different perspective than we do. And so I think we need to respect that perspective. And if you're going through something, the best thing you can do is humble yourselves and just go before him. You know, um, I think it's Micah 6, 8 that says something to the effect of, he has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So if you can act justly in all situations, if you can love mercy, and if you can walk justly, then that's what the Lord requires of you. And it, that in itself is its own podcast. Maybe I'll do one on that one. Because how do you act justly and love mercy at the same time? Because if something happens, we want justice. But how do you want justice and act justly, but yet love mercy? So maybe I'll do a podcast on that somewhere down the line. God bless. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your listening ship, viewership, whatever you call it. Uh, please share with someone. Please leave me a rating or review. And again, my podcast is a smorgasbord. Go back and listen to the topics that interest you. And God bless. I'll see you on the next episode.